Well, good evening and welcome to Marlbrook Baptist Church. Well, I'll tell you what, it's good to see such a good crowd of people turned out. We're looking forward to a good time this evening. I know the kids have been working and practicing for a while, getting this program ready for you. And there's just something about kids' programs. They're just fun to watch. And so I'm sure we're going to have a good time this evening watching these young people as they put this program on. And so we appreciate each one of you who came out to be a support and encouragement to these young people. I do want to ask that you be in prayer for Miss Thelma Lilly, that's Lori's uh, mother. Uh, as she came in the door, some of you may have seen the ambulance when you arrived. As she came in the door, she tripped on the threshold and fell and hit her head on the floor and was a bit dazed and had a cut, and so that's why the ambulance was here. So do be in prayer for Miss Thelma Lilly. Uh, doesn't look like anything serious, but just pray the Lord will look over them. We thank the Lord that there were folks here that uh, knew what they were doing. Thank the Lord had some paramedics here, some people that knew what they were doing, and by the time uh, someone came and told me she had fallen, she was already in good hands. And so appreciate those that were able to jump to the to the need and meet the need, but do be in prayer for her. It's wonderful to be in the Lord's house. Wonderful to have each one of you here. I'm glad Brother Randy Ramsey, if he would uh, come and lead us in a Christmas carol. I believe you said joy to the world, brother. He's going to come and lead us. We'll sing together joy to the world. And as we sing, the children are going to make their way in and the program will begin. Here you go, brother. 100 and hymn number 104 if you need your book, but I think everybody knows the first verse by heart. So let's all stand together as we sing Joy to the World. Welcome to the children's annual Christmas program. The title of our program is Stories of the Savior. We have with us tonight six scientists. Our scientists are meeting to discuss the birth of Jesus. And did it really start at the manger, or did it start in the beginning in the Old Testament? 
evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are so very pleased you have chosen to join us for this presentation, Stories of the Savior. My college and I have been discussing the stories of the birth of Jesus, and we have decided that it doesn't really start in the New Testament. Quite right, you see. It actually started in the beginning. So that is where our presentation is going to begin, in the beginning. Yes, at creation to be exact. You may be wondering what does the birth of Jesus have to do with creation? In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul and the rib which the Lord God took, had taken from man made he woman and brought her unto the man and you may be wondering why do we bring them up in a Christmas presentation yes why are we bringing them up well it all started with them they're the first story of the Savior and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, 
and a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also to her husband with her, and he did eat. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree wherefore I have commanded thee that thou shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman who thou gavest to be with me, she gave me of the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is it that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. Sounds like a blame game to me. Yes, but by their disobedience, the human race now needed a savior. That's why we wanted to do this presentation today. Our presentation is called Stories of the Savior because we are telling about different people in the Bible and their story of the Savior. Fancy. I know. So who's next? And God said to the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his hearts was on evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, 
and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. For Christ also hath once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit, by which also he went and preached unto the spirits in prison, which sometimes were disobedient, and once the long-suffering of God waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls, were saved by water. The like figure whereunto baptism doth also now save us, not putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience towards God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. So Adam and Eve have a story of the Savior. So does Noah. Who else? We are going to move on to Abraham. I love his song, Father Abraham. No, no, we're not going to sing that song. <laughs> And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because thou hast obeyed my voice. And if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed, and heirs according to the promise. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Jesus came from the bloodline of Abraham. So Abraham is Jesus' great, 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 really great grandfather. I guess you could say it like that. And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them David to be their king, to whom also he gave testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. Of this man's seed hath God, according to his promise, raised unto Israel a Savior, Jesus. Jesus came from the line of David. And that leads us up to the actual birth of Jesus. We skip a lot of people in the Bible who have stories that led to the actual birth of Jesus. Yes, but if we showed every one of them, we would probably still be presenting them until Jesus came the second time. So, we decided to only show a few. That makes sense. I'd probably get hungry. 
We are going to move on to the people who had a personal story of the Savior. There are many people who have stories. There are many people who have stories of the Savior that directly relate to the birth of Jesus. discussing the actual birth of Jesus. Her story, her story was a deeply personal one. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed are thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and he shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Mary? Mary's story starts with her being told that she has been chosen to be the mother of the Savior. That truly is an amazing story. This is where John's story is started as well. John's story started before he was even born. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John, and thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither strong drink nor wine. And he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. And he shall go before him in the spirit and the power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste, into a city of Judah, and entered into the house of Zacharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leapt in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leapt in my womb for joy. John's story of the Savior continues, but that will have to be for another presentation. Right here, we were just discussing the birth of Jesus. We have to... <coughs>
Joseph's story fits in here. Joseph was questioning whether he should take Mary as his wife when an angel came to him in a dream and told him that it would be okay. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife. Joseph's story is that God chose him to raise his one and only son from the dead to be his father here on earth. That's an incredible story. Can you imagine raising, raising the son of God as your very own child? The pressure. <laughs> And the pleasure, just like raising any other wonderful gifted child. <clears throat> we are now going to move on to the innkeeper. That didn't mention that didn't mention an innkeeper. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all of the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was the governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn.
That didn't mention an innkeeper. It does say that Mary gave birth to Jesus and laid him in a manger. Do you know what a manger is? Sure, it's like a trough that animals eat out of. Where do we usually find troughs that animals eat out of? In barns. He is the owner of the place where Mary and Joseph stayed and where Jesus was born. Right. He has a story of the Savior, too. He didn't know that by letting Mary and Joseph stay in his stables that, they would be, that he would be giving housing to the Son of God. Wow, what a thought. Yes, he was able to provide a place for his Savior and he didn't even know it. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. 
And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you this day is born in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, 
Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou had prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. Able to hold the Savior in his arms. Now let's not forget about Anna. Her story was right there with Simeon's too. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed not for the temple, but served God with fasting and prayers night and day. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake of him to all people and looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Hey, wait, wasn't there something about kings coming to see Jesus? Yes, when King Herod learned about the birth of Jesus, he sent kings off to find him. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When they had heard the king, they departed and lo, the star, which they saw in the east, went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh.
that this new evening's presentation is only the beginning of a story. There are so many people who have a story of the Savior. We, if we know Jesus as our Savior, you could have a story of the Savior too. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you can today because he came to die for our, our sins. But he lives and is preparing a place for us. He is the one who heals his people, and he would make their burnings light. He kept them safe through wind and waves, and the battles they would fight, and gave them courage in the night. Their story echoes through the ages, a record safe for you and me. That when the mist of darkness rise and the wars and storms increase, we'll know where we can turn for peace. And from every page, there's a message that reads to sinners and saints and to beggars and kings to come on to Christ from darkness to light. He is hoping that you're.
in his hands he holds the power of creation with his voice he spoke and all things came to be yet he hears each temple prayer i bring before him when i humbly seek his face and bow the knee Well, amen. Let's give these young people a big hand. I'm... I believe this is one of the best Christmas uh, play cast I have ever seen. Isn't this a good-looking bunch? I'm telling you what. And these farm animals, boy, they are the best. I mean, did a tremendous job. Every one of you did a great job, tremendous singing, great acting. Boy, I tell you what, thanks to each and every one of you. Y'all have done a wonderful job. Let's give them one more hand. <clears throat> Now, while we do enjoy coming, watching the children, if you paid attention, this was more than a Christmas play. There was a powerful message in what the kids have presented to you this evening. From the beginning of time, from the beginning of creation, from Adam and Eve, man has violated the law of God. And as a result, man has been separated from God and unable to have a relationship with God and no promise of eternity. But down through time, there has been stories of the Savior. The whole Old Testament is stories of the Savior, how that a Messiah would come, a Savior would come. And when that Savior would come, it would be possible for man to make his, make his heart right with God and receive salvation. And boy, I'm telling you what, each of these children have done a great job presenting this. But this evening, I ask you this question, do you have a story of the Savior? Do you have a story? Has there a time when you met the Savior? Has there been a time when you gave your heart to the Lord? Has there been a time when you turned from your sin and put your trust in the Lord Jesus Christ? They sang the song, Will You Come Unto Him? And then they sang, Bow the Knee. And this evening, my invitation to you is, while this was a beautiful Christmas presentation, don't miss the message that there is a place at the cross for each and every one of us. We want to thank each of you for coming out and being a part of the program tonight. Uh, make sure to come by and let these young people know what a tremendous job they did. I'm pretty excited knowing that this will be the choir in the next 10, 15 years. I believe we got a lot of potential for a good choir. So, but anyway, let them know they did a good job. And we're going to pray and we'll be dismissed. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for the freedom, for the privilege, for the opportunity. Lord, thank you for this group of young people, Lord. Lord, I know so many, oh, Lord, would give anything to have a group of young people like this. And, Father, thank you for these young people, for the opportunity and the privilege, oh, Lord, to be able to come together and...